Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darno Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, to another episode. It's the 20th episode, so we have not been canceled. We have not been canceled. No one has uh, fired us yet, so we're uh, me and my guy, J.D. Harris. How you doing, What's Jay? What's up, Yeah, Jay's got his uh, grandparents in the studio today. Got Paul, Paul, and Gigi. Yeah. You guys yeah. say something? Say yeah. hi to everybody. Love to see, love, glad they're here. Fantastic, right. fantastic. So we got a so we got a really good show today. Uh, obviously, we're going to cover a little bit about the playoffs. Uh, you know, get playoffs? into yeah, exactly. We talk about the playoffs. Yeah, so we're going to get in a little bit of the playoffs. And there's all kinds of hiring and firing, and then of course, you know, um, you know, we got to cover the the Joe Paterno thing. Um, you know, that's. Uh, I, I mean, I think we should get to that a little bit later on, but I, I can't, I, you know, words can't even put it into, um, you can't do it justice. You know what I mean? It yeah, can't, it can't even, such, it can't a, even, such a trying situation. Yeah, it's, it, but, but I felt like it was, uh, um, it's poetic in its own, in its own little way, I think. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? You, I think it's, uh, it's definitely gonna be a Hollywood movie. You, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, unfortunately, it will be. That's that's true. Unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons, though, I think it's gonna be a movie for all the wrong reasons. That's yeah. that's the thing that I. And I hope when they're casting roles and for positions, I don't want you to start at Sandusky. No, no, no. I'm good with that. No, I'm good with that. I think he's a little taller than I am, anyway. So all I right, think we're cool. all right. So let's let's get in. Let's get into this. Uh, let's get into the NFL. Then let's let's get on with this. Uh, the, the AFC Championship game, uh, Patriots, uh, Ravens. I mean, wow! Again, you know, I, I can't, I can't help but think that, you know, even these two, these these games. I was not a big fan of who was in. I was like, ah, I could care less. I'm really not. I'm not overly excited about one team or another. See, I was just the opposite. You I, were pumped up. Yeah, I was pumped up because uh, first of all, I just love the Ravens organization. I got you, uh, Ozzie Newsome. What he's done, uh, being one of the first premier uh, African American general managers, right? Um, and just they keep their core together. Guys typically don't leave Baltimore, right? They retire from there. Uh, they just, to me, I felt like they're an organization that just does things the right way. Ah, interesting, interesting. Because I think that of the Patriots as well. As much as you dislike them or like them i, I think respect that the ability of them that's what it is i think you got to respect the the wins you got to respect the super bowls that's and, that's really what it comes the ingenuity. down to right exactly because they're one of the things i i have noticed over the years patriot players don't lead the patriots and do good somewhere else right but like Deion branch he comes back all of a sudden he's amazing again yeah right no Right, no, I, I, and I think, you know, I, I think that I have, I have the mutual respect for both organizations. I think they both do uh, a, a fairly good job, Absolutely. you know, as a core. I mean, I think the the past, I guess, ten years, if you look at the organizations, I mean, there's there's several Super Bowls amongst them. I mean, it's it's Pro, pretty, 
Yeah. Playoff teams. Playoff teams, great players. Uh, you know, they, they both have, have somehow developed Hall of Famers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't go out and necessarily get free agents. Right, exactly. They, they, they develop them, them. Yeah, they draft them, develop them, and then let them go on about their business. Um, but, you know, I, I did, <coughs> and I think I'm glad that you played the, the Ray Lewis thing um, at the end about the, the missed kick. Essentially, uh, I guess Ray Lewis got on uh, and, and they interviewed him after the game. Yeah, and basically what he did was, first he he was just, the approach he took in defending Joe Flacco, I mean, who cannot want to play with Ray Lewis? You take a pay, pay cut to play with this type of leader. You know, he went in and he just stood up for uh, Joe Flacco, talking about how proud he was of the offense at a tough time they drove. And then one of the uh, interviewers asked him, you know, what about Billy Cundiff? And, and, and first thing Ray says, man, I, when I see him, and I'm going to search him out immediately after this. I'm going to tell him no one play won or lost a game. And Ray was just like, basically, he was like, man, we we win as a team, we lose as a team. It's not your fault. I'm not going to beat you up in the locker room. Right. I'm not going to, you're not going to be outcasted. Right. You know, and it was like, it was a lot of situations that took place. And it, it, it just showed, again, the type of organization. Well, I, I do think that, I mean, I, I like Harbaugh a lot. I mean, again, he was the special teams coach at Philadelphia when I was there. Uh, I played a lot of special teams, so I got to interact with him a lot. And, 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 I, and I see how people respect him, and, and he respects the players. You know, I think Absolutely. that's the key is, is, you know, treating them with respect, treating them as men, allowing them to, uh, you know, do what's right for themselves, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. develop into the players that they want to be. You know, he'd always say to us, you know, you know, this is you. I mean, this is, you know, you can only be the kind of player you want to be. This is this is you showing, you know, what are you, what are you about? You know, this is what you're about. Your performance says what you're about. And, you know, he really was a pretty good motivator, I mean, mm-hmm. in the limited capacity as a, as a special teams coach, you know. So I, I, did li- I do like Harbaugh a lot. I really do. Uh, and I think that... You know, a lot of people that I that I talked to was like, "Oh man, what a heartbreak!" I mean, it is it is really devastating to lose a game that way. Yeah. I mean, I I think essentially uh, the fact that it had to come down to the field goal to you know win to, the game or to, to tie uh, the game. You know, uh, I mean, it's a testament to Joe. I mean, again, I I, I didn't think Joe Flacco um, had it. Like I said the week last week, I said he just had to be. Enough. He had to just manage the game. That's all he had to do. He didn't have to. He didn't have to make anything special happen. He just had to manage the game. But uh, I felt in that last drive, he oh. did. He did more to me. And I've always, I've actually been a Flacco fan. I think that uh, Cam Cameron, until this year, he finally got a few weapons. And, and let's go back. Lee Evans catches that ball, and which some could argue was a catch. You know. He, Right. No. I, it's a, it's a if you, ca- you catch that ball, and it's a different game. And the ball was placed in the right. Right where it needed to be. And, again, I think that Joe Flacco grew probably two or three years in just that last drive. Yeah. In doing what he needed to do to get them in a position to tie the game and go to overtime and, and make it a, you know, I, I think he grew immensely from that. I didn't think... That I, again, I knew Joe has you know because I had him on fantasy a couple of years ago, and I was not very pleased with his output. I have to tell you that Joe Flacco, all right, ten points a week ain't gonna get it, Joe. So, but I, but I mean, I was not happy with but Joe's about, performance. But think about, but they would win the games, and that's what would yeah, piss me off. And, and here's the thing: who did who has Joe had to throw to? Uh, until last year, getting Bolton. 
who has he had around him? He hasn't had it. Yeah, I, you can't I, name a receiver. Yeah, I, I can't think off the top of and, my head. And, is and it Todd like, Heap? Was Todd Heap there? Yeah, but yeah, again, Todd, Todd Heap, Heap was, is at the end of his career. Derek Mason, yeah, Derek Mason. End there. of his career. Yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah, I know. I hear you. I hear you. And but so, I, but I'm still pissed at Joe because I had him last couple years in fantasy and he just did not show but, up. So D, Joe, that's your fault. You should have known. No. Baltimore is a running team. Right. Well, they weren't. Well, they weren't. Right. No. Agreed. Agreed. But I thought, you know, Joe's young guy. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's athletic. Blah blah blah. Joe's a Joe is a maintenance guy. He is a Trent Dilfer guy. See, I don't think that. I think if they gave him anything that resembled a receiver that was consistent outside of Bolden, you're talking about. They had Smith. They had. I mean, they had. Smith, they had they had a few other guys. They had Hutchmanzada they brought in. And hey, look, what ha, what has TJ done? The the bottom is line is the, the bottom line is that they went with their strength and their strength is clearly the running game. That's I it. mean That's well, it. Ray Rice is a special bet too. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't but I don't but I still don't think Joe Flacco is the, the drop back guy that he's a maintenance guy. He's a Trent Dilfer I, who every I once can't in a while in that category. every once in a while well listen, Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl for him. No, I agree. So but, but Trent again Another maintenance guy. But Trent Dilfer even had more weapons at receivers at that time with Travis Taylor and those guys compared to what Joe Flacco has had. Now, I say you get Joe Flacco a receiver, another receiver that... Bolden and Smith. Bolden. Smith was even someone we no one thought would be doing what he did. Right, this this year. But he he proven early on that he was going to be the guy. And Bolden wasn't as consistent as he normally was in the first part. He you give him consistency and now with Smith and working the offseason and it has something to do with Cam Cameron too. Well, again, I think that Joe Flacco is a maintenance guy. Now do I think he got better? Yes. Do I think that next year his we should expect more from him? Because the defense is aging, by the way. Yeah. Well, FYI. But, yeah. Well, they got three or four guys that are pretty much gone, but I I'll tell you this. When we go to the Super Bowl next week, I'm going to try to find Joe Flacco because you just basically called my man Trent Dilfer. No, no, no. I said he's a Trent Dilfer-like kind of guy. He's a I, maintenance guy. I he think you got to give him a step above Trent Dilfer, man. No, Well, Trent Dilfer, you can't take it away from Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer is a Super Bowl winner. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So you, you can't say Trent Dilfer is garbage. All I can say that Trent Dilfer is a maintenance guy. With a defense he's a like ma- they've had... All you have to do is manage the well, game. You well, not only that. Back then, they also had great special teams. The bottom line is, is that Trent Dilfer did not lose the game for yeah. you. Yeah. That's what Joe Flacco does. And, and, and see, what Trent Dilfer lost the games when he was in Tampa, he, when they lost, it was when Trent went beyond what he was supposed to do. My thing He's is... He's a maintenance no, guy. But I'm going to say Joe is more than a maintenance guy. I put Trent Dilfer as a C quarterback. There's been some other... Quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl that hasn't been necessary. But again, my point, that's exactly my point, that I think Trent Dilfer is a maintenance guy, and I'm saying it now in front of your grandparents. Joe Flacco, yeah, in front of your grandparents, Joe Flacco is a maintenance guy. Now, until I see him, until I see them go, hey, Joe, we need you to do more. But I need you to throw the ball down the field. But look at Ray Rice is out. Look at Cam Cameron as an offensive coordinator. Look at his history. He has always been a conservative offensive coordinator. Run, run, run. Throw to the tight end. 
maybe throw one deep shot. So is a, a combination. Now, if if he had someone that was a little bit more open in terms of their call or offense, and then he, I would, that's when you could argue. I am a proponent of that if in practice Cam Cameron watches Joe Flacco and he sees that Joe may or may not be able to throw that deep ball, and may or may not be able to make those decisions to know when to throw the deep ball and who's open, then you've got to, because if you think that Cam Cameron is just going to hold Joe Flacco back because Joe's got the ability to do that, he would not do that. That doesn't make, that doesn't, no, that but, doesn't fit with the NFL. My, my point is. But is, some coordinators are just generally conservative, no matter enough. who they have. Right, but. Do you think that if you had um, a Michael Vick in your quarter, you know, as a quarterback, and you're a conservative offensive coordinator, would you say to Michael Vick, "Listen, Vick, I don't need you to run because that's not what I believe in. I need you to throw the ball down to the tight end, and I need you to throw it to the flats to the wide receivers. I mean, to the to the running backs because I'm a conservative guy and I don't like that." But think about his history. He was with Miami when they were very conservative. He was at University of Michigan under Bo Schembecker where they ran, ran, ran before they started throwing. He's He was in New York with the same type of thing. He has a history of being very conservative. The, but, like again, the bottom line None of his quarterbacks you, have prospered. The, the bottom line Except is this. John Harbaugh would be like, hey, um, Cam. Let me let me let me explain something to you. Joe Flacco can throw the ball deep. Joe Flacco is seasoned enough to turn this. And you don't think that the defense wants him to turn the no, offense? No, no. I I think this is the thing. I think the earlier parts they said just, our defense is this good. Right. Just run the ball. Like if I know I don't have to do much for my offense and I can win the game and not be a high risk offense. And I know I'm going to win. I know I'm going to be a playoff team. But imagine if you had a quarterback that you thought could really throw the ball deep and put imagine points on the board. It, You'd be like, Jesus, no, why I, are we not throwing it down? Why are we not? I would be like, first, I would be, who is he going to throw to? Right. Well, I this mean, year, somebody got to catch it. That's why they brought Bolden in. That's but why they got How many drops did they have, too? That's, that, that's, but my point is, is that. Well, Lee Evans was supposed to be that guy. And Lee and, Evans and, got injured. But also, Lee Evans has dropped a lot this year. But he got why he, he might not be back next year. He got damaged early on, and again, I think that as a wide receiver, do you go to the do you go to the Ravens knowing that you have Flacco as a quarterback and or that you have Cam Cameron as a I don't know I don't See, know. as a receiver I'm thinking guess what everybody's going to be in a box. If I could get out there and go, guess what? I, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a break because clearly we we don't see eye we agree to disagree. Yes, we, we do. Uh, we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna uh, come back with the NFC game, and then we got a lot of stuff to cover. Oh yeah. I mean, you, so you so we you we, just started we, arguing the whole time, and then we can't I, even cover all the stuff. I can Tina Gina. I can <laughs> Tina Gina. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. Darnell Autry, Voice America. Yep, yep, yep. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Today we decided, thank you, Martha, for... uh, our intro. Yes, yes. Good work, Martha. Very nice. Very nicely done. I, I still, we're going to figure out the lady's name. Damn but it. For, for Mon, today, because the Gigi is Martha. Yeah, it's Martha. Okay, it's Martha today. But damn it, Monk, can we figure this out, please? Because it's just, it's killing us over here. I, I'm running out of names. I was going to call the girl Ophelia today. So I don't know. Ophelia? Yeah, exactly. You like Where that? Where did you get that one from? I just made dog? that up right now. You like that? What? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to. Uh, Let's move right along, moving right along. Um, we're going to get to the NFC game. Uh, and, I, man, <laughs> now we both, I, it, yeah, I mean. I, like, I, I, who I does like, not know to move out the way of a kick? Yeah, yeah. Of, of I, a punt? Yeah, I, I don't I, Peter, I, I, Peter, 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 Peter. I still, uh, unfortunately, it hurts my heart for him because his dad is the the GM for the Sox, the White Sox. That's the same? that's William's son. Are you serious? That's his son. And he went to ASU. Exactly. That's oh, that's man. William's son. You, when I go to camp, that's the training camp. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, that's the William's son, okay? son. So yeah. So that's his son, and that's my Chicago connection with him. Plus, he went to Arizona State, so you know, yeah. hometown, whatever, whatever. And it, and it, and it and it crushes my soul for him. But but Darnell, what is the universal call? I, I've done it in France, Italy, Pop Warner High School. You got Peter 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 in France. Anyway, Peter's the universal call that you give to your guys that are blocking to run off the field. Like, don't just, with the get balls in the there, ball, get away from the it. ball, look for it, find it, and get away from it. The bottom, the, the thing that blew my mind is that when it hit him in the knee. He didn't even know. Well, no, he did. He knew. He was like, ah, but if I act like it, you could see the thought process going inside. like, ah, but if I act like I touched it. Then it's going to be a scramble. If I don't act like I touched it, then then there's a chance 
that maybe we get the ball and I didn't really touch it. But he knew I, he knew in his guts of guts that he touched it. And even with that, even if it's a, a slight, you don't want to leave it to be determined by someone else. Yeah. You get on the ball. Yeah. But to give no effort. And so, yeah. okay, I'm like, okay, that happened. Not the most smart thing to do, but okay, we'll go with that. Right. But then the second one, and, and, yeah. and, and again, the kid meant well, but it's a lot of the road yeah, to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. And that. he just let that monk, he tried to take off. And I, was I, mean, like, I thought he I wanted thought to be the hero. I was like, this is redemption. Here he comes, and then boop, I sat there like, like Oops. when Mike Tyson bit the dude's ear off, I was like, what? Did that just happen? I'm I was like, are you kidding me? Did that just happen? I went Britney Spears on him. I was like, oops, he <laughs> did it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. And and again, I, I I feel for him because I, you know, I know he was trying to make it make the difference, right? He was going he was going to make the difference. That was going to be the drive to get him back the game. To win, you know, he was going to walk off. He was going to Disney off, World. You know, I did the whole thing. You know, I made a mistake early on, but thank God they gave me another shot and. I'm gonna come back and then just. Instead, he went into the locker room, like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. They had the soap and the sock. Yeah, yeah. I know they. I know. I mean, you, you, you can't. As a as a player, right? Publicly, I'm gonna be like, you know, hey, we're a team. You know, we got to look out for our guys. No one person lost the game. Whatever Ray Lewis said, but with tact and cooth, whatever. I'd say the same thing. But under those circumstances, when I get home, I'm going to probably be cursing them out. No, no. I'm going to be walking into the car and say, hey, dog, where's your checkbook? Uh, give me my $75,000 bonus for, my, for next week. To go to that the Super Bowl. Bowl give me my, my $75,000. Nah, I mean, I, I, I think it's the same kind of feeling that, that uh, what's your boy's name who got toasted the whole time? Um, oh, uh, Turner, Ike Turner, or Ike uh, Char- Charles. No, Ike no, Charleston. no, no, Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, Ike Taylor. Taylor, Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor. Yeah, that's right. Ike, Ike Turner. Turner Gina. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, like he got know, beat. He, he got, got beat, beat like all the time. The, the he, he got beat. He, he picked the wrong day to have the worst game of his career. I think the same thing of Williams. Like I know he wanted to make a difference. I knew he wanted to, you know, the pressure and stress of like, you know, I just coughed it up. They just got. T- I mean, I gotta, I gotta make up for it. I'm like, here it goes. This game's about to get real interesting because. You know, San Francisco's getting ready to go down and drive and do the thing, and poop up, he pooped, and that's that. So that that that's soul crushing. I bet you his girl left him too, man. Oh, don't say it ain't. So. You know how? Don't no, say it ain't. It, so. When it rains, it pours. Hey, and it was you raining. Didn't, in you San didn't Fran. need her anyway. You didn't need her anyway. That's hardcore. That's just dirty. She probably went on a job. Oh man. Oh no. So so long story short, it is then we end up with a rematch. Of the Giants Patriots, right? Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, a totally different Eli Manning, by the way, than yeah. one, than actually won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So you got a, a totally better, a, a much better Eli Manning. One that you could argue is taking those steps to eclipse his brother, by and, the way. Because yeah, Eli is a better athlete than Peyton. If Eli wins, <laughs> The Super Bowl. Does he eclipse his brother? I don't think so. But now he's got two Super Bowls. I don't think so. Trent Dilfer has one. Dan Marino has none. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So you don't think... I think you look at the whole body of work, the whole body of work, 
Peyton's been to two Super Bowls. So 13 seasons with Indianapolis Colts, 11 of those seasons winning 10 games, playoffs, couple Super Bowl appearances, boom, boom. Okay? So you're saying it's going to take Eli a couple more years of winning seasons and have to win three Super Bowls to eclipse his brother? If he wins brother? three, he eclipses his brother. But he doesn't eclipse him if he wins two. No. Nah. Given the circumstances of his team and all the injuries and all that stuff that the Giants... I mean, cause and then losing four straight, the Giants did this year. Because if you want to be honest, the one Peyton won, the Bears lost that one to me. Oh, see, and here you go talking crazy. Anyway, anyway. I'm just we're, we're get We're getting off the Bears because the Bears are... They've got... They, they, need to blow that, they need to blow that whole team up and figure that out. Um, but... So he's got to win three Super Bowls to eclipse his brother. I think so. Now, is that with... Or no, that, or no, 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 check, check, check that. I'll say he needs to win two, but still have comparable body of work. He still has to have... Those numbers have to be in the same category. He's not... Mm. Right now, he's not in the same category. Mm. You have Jordan. It's like... Mm. You could put Kobe in the same argument as Jordan. But you can't put LeBron yet in the same argument. Oh, no, you can't even, you can't even mention LeBron's name in that sentence. That's it. That's that. Exactly. I don't even. I don't even want to. But or, or even like you can't say see, Dwayne you, Wade and Jordan. You can't compare. No, them it's to, a different. Even though yeah. he won a he won championship. Yeah, but, but it's a different animal. Exactly. But what I'm saying with Eli, he yeah he's been there, and he's had strong defense. Right. And a but he's also had some defense that was suspect. I mean, like that four game losing streak. Well, they looked bad. But check this out. When they went to the Super Bowl. When they went to the Super Bowl, right. you still had Strahan, everybody. You oh, had, had some studs. You, you no had doubt. some studs. Yeah. Well, some studs. you look at this front four on their defense now. They got you got studs. Tuck, Uz, uh, John, you, Joseph. Humanura. Humanura. Yeah, and, and uh, Pierre, Pierre, Pierre Paul. Paul. I mean, they got they got, some, they got they got a great front. Absolutely. they got. And their corner's not bad. Aaron Ross is not bad. Right, 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 right. He would have started at the Colts over the guys at the Colts. Oh, well, I mean. I think me and you would have started at the Colts. Uh, uh, <laughs> so okay, so so we got. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm talking bad about him. Uh, so we got a rematch. I guess we'll save the the who you got for the end. Uh, I, I, but I gotta say though, I'm not I'm not overly pumped up or excited about it. To be honest, me neither. All Northeast Bowl. I mean, people in the West are pissed off because San Francisco should have been there in yeah. their minds. You know what I mean? Uh, People in the Southwest, uh, they're they're still reeling over over Atlanta. I mean, not Atlanta, over New Orleans, getting yeah. smoked. I mean, you know. So I don't I don't know that this is a. a I mean, I'll I'll wait for the ratings, but I can't I can't imagine that. I don't think it's going to be that good. No, I don't think so either. And I I really I really wanted both. I thought the Harbaugh having both brothers had a great storyline. Yeah, but I, 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 again, I thought. I thought the characters of the players yeah. would have been much better. Yeah, you would have more quips and but and, and, and the type of game it would be, right. the level of physicality in it. I mean, oh, it would have been whoo. that's Warriors only allowed in that game. Like I mean, Frank like Gore just, running against Ray Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> or or uh, what your boy uh, Chicken Fried, Chicken Fried <laughs> against like uh, um, what's the two linebackers, Willis and. Uh, That'd be nasty. I mean, Just, how are you gonna, yeah. It would been. A, I would have called that the TNT Bowl. Yeah, that would have been. Boom. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that could have been. Well, they played though. They already played. Yeah, and, but it's and it wasn't. Yeah, the stakes but when it's the high. only thing right. on the line, it, as and knowing some, uh, like knowing Shim, Shimmy Shembeckler 
and uh, Mike McCartney, right. who, who both their dads worked under Bo Schembecker mm-hmm. at Michigan, and they would tell us stories when I worked at the Bears about like how competitive those guys, all that that whole clan was. Right. And so to see those brothers, where it's like you know we're not friends right now, we're not brothers right now, we're not friends, and then they're both sending yeah, stuff to their dad. Been, yeah, it would have been a great. Yeah, it I, been I, some great. I I could I could see them possibly almost. At each other's neck. Yeah. No, I, 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 I would agree. I would agree with that assessment. But since we're on the Mannings, um, and we were just banging on Indianapolis as me and you could have started on the team, um, <laughs> what, I mean, what's going on there? Peyton's gone. Peyton, he, 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 ain't, he ain't feeling the Ursay's noise anymore. He yeah, ain't feeling I mean, the Ursa, whole. Ursway has done a 180, man. I, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, me. he's changed. He got brand yeah. new all of a sudden. Yeah, he, when Tony was he, there, t- uh, Tony Dungy. That just shows the greatness of Tony Dungy because he had a effect on Ursay, which had an effect on Polian. And so you saw those guys. I mean, everybody he, is Ursa basically is like, fired. Yeah. I mean, both the Polians are fired. Jim Caldwell's fired. All the Jim Caldwell's assistants are basically gone. They bring in a whole new coach. They got a new GM. I mean, if and, I'm and, being and Manning, you know Reggie Wayne is not coming back. No, why would he? And more importantly, you know they ain't going to pay him the $28 million that, they're, oh, that no. he's due. Why would they do that, especially if they don't know if his neck's right? No, they ain't, they ain't, they're not going to do that. That's, no. that's just bad business. And, and what I really think, because of all that, right. shoot, they may want to trade that pick one pick, go to the second spot, see what they could get, mm. and get a couple. Because th- it's going to take a while for them to get players to want to go there. I th- well, no, I, I think that they're going to go with luck. I think they let they let uh, um, your boy take a walk. They trade him. They let somebody else eat that twenty eight million. Uh-huh. Uh And it wouldn't surprise me if it was like someone like the mm, Jets uh, or mm, Cardinals. Yeah. Or, or it's, it's about th- twenty nine other teams. <laughs> or or like the mm, Miami Dolphins. Or mm, I don't think he would go to the Dolphins. No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, Peyton. Peyton might go to Dallas. He hasn't got mm, Dallas, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some there's some teams that could use his services. Let's not get let's not get yeah, carried away. No, I don't think he would go to Chicago. My grandfather's in Chicago. No, yeah. he, not, he don't have anybody <laughs> protect him. No, he don't want to get beat down like that. Yeah. No, I think uh, and, and Chicago's like, same nah, problem. He has nobody to throw to. Yeah, therein lies the therein lies the real crux. Okay, so we're gonna take another break. Man, this time seems like it's flying by. I'm serious. What's going on back there, monkey? You cutting our time short? What's happening? Anyway, we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we get back, we're gonna discuss uh, some other things that are going around the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger, a new coach in uh, Tampa Bay. Um, uh, we're gonna get in a little bit of entertainment noise just for my own personal uh, edification because I love it. Uh, and um, you know, we'll be back. Uh, we'll take a break now. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America. OTS. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life. From Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. 
This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. Um, we kind of left um, talking about the whole Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, uh, noise. Um, we were debating. Um, uh, you know, Pop Papa got into this too, and he was, you know, he he made a clear point, and and I think it's a valid point. Is that, you know, in order for Eli to get on Peyton Manning's level, I think, and and I think he made a great point, is that you have to be able to run an offense. I mean, like Peyton Manning, and maybe he's just a unique figure. Like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, they run. An offense. As a quarterback, you run the offense. Like I, as a quarterback, I work with the offensive coordinator. He gives me my plays, but I, as the quarterback, run the offense. Well, and you got to understand the whole background of that whole staff. First of all, Baden was running the, the same offense that Tony Dungy, when he was quarterback at University of Minnesota, he ran that Zach offense, and he had Howard Mudd, who was Tony's coach in that who was Tony's coach when he was in college, one of the top offensive line coaches ever. I, I'm talking and, I'm and, talking and, more and more about the, the capacity the capacity as a quarterback to be able to learn and run it and manage the game and captain and actually captain the offense. Not just be I run the plays that are called. But I think it also had to do with the level of leadership and those around him and his ability to study and the one thing that the Colts had during Peyton's tenure until this year was consistency. They didn't have many changes in their staff. People, Wait, I mean, how long has Tom Coughlin been there? Tom Coughlin, with yeah. New York, I, but not so much Tom Coughlin. How many? How many coordinators? No, my point is, is that Tom Coughlin sets the tone, right? And Indianapolis has had a couple of coaches in that process. My point is, I think that. Peyton Manning's capacity to captain a game. To, I think that Peyton Manning could put together a game plan yeah. himself and sit with an offensive coordinator and go, okay, him and Tom Brady can do that. I think Drew Brees could do that. Oh, absolutely. And I think Aaron Rodgers could do that. <coughs> I don't I think, know about Aaron yet. I think Aaron Rodgers could go in with an offensive coordinator and them two together could concoct a plan. And and take apart an off uh, defense. I I think that I I think that the level of of um of schooling and knowledge. I think that's the next level of when you're a quarterback. It's not just I just run the plays that the coaches tell me to run, and I make the decisions within that. But on top of that, I make the adjustments. I can make the adjustments that need to be made. In the middle of the game, the way I, before halftime, I can make the adjustments after my first series. 
I look at it and go, okay, we need to start running more of this because clearly they're not doing the right things. They're not covering the, the flats, so I need to really make that adjustment. And, 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 you know, I I spent a few weeks in Colts camp. Right. And it once I got a chance to kind of observe and understand their offensive package, it was more like what Chip Kelly is doing out there. It was an either-or, so right. you see this alignment. And right. That's why Dallas Clark, you notice, every time he's hurt, that's when the Colts in the past have gone on a bad losing streak because how people adjusted to that tight end said a lot. And you got to remember, early in Peyton's career, too, I, and I'm not taking anything away from him, he also had Jerome Payton, who was a good receiver at that time. was I a mean, possession guy. But, I mean, he had a little speed. Jerome could go. The South that's, African was running. That's fine. He could run, but he still was a possession guy. He was not somebody that people would go, you know what, we got to put, we got to double cover him, someone over the top, someone underneath. But the thing is, they had enough of those guys on the field where they all, they had, they, uh, actually the Colts organization, just so you know, when, when you go in there, even from front office people, things like that, they make you take the front off, office people take something like the matrices test. I had to take a six, seven page pet test just to be an intern for him. Well, like I said, call it, call it what you will. I think that the, the, that I would agree with grandpa here that the, that that is the difference between Eli and Peyton. And I think Dan Marino, uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young, mm-hmm. all the legends, Terry Bradshaw, um, Joe Namath, all the legends had that quality that they, that if, at that least is. if they, if they couldn't, they made you think that they were making yeah. the adjustment that actually allowed, changed the face of the game. Yeah, you know? if, if allowed, I believe that Brett Favre. Right, Brett Favre had that same kind of thing. That he could get up there and he could look at it and go, oh, I know what I'm going to call. I'm going to make the adjustment regardless of whatever the play was that came in on the sideline. Let me work Let me work what I need to work. Okay, so we've got that covered. So now Tampa Bay hires a new coach, Greg Schiano from Great Rutgers. Hire. Love it. I love it. I love it. See, I when I was with the Bears, Greg was there. He was a yeah, he was coach. The, yeah, he was there when I was there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he you was were, there when I was you there. You were there when Wan's there. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and see, here was the thing: the word for many years was Greg would be the next Penn State head coach. Uh, that was the rumor. Pass. But until all this, <laughs> uh, until all this pass. went down, I guarantee you, if Joe had retired. Right. And no, I can see it. I can see it. I mean, Shiano was was hot. I mean, I he's mean, a hot coach. I mean, when he was at Miami, I mean, mm-hmm. Greg. Has been a strong recruiter. He's yep. worked with difficult personality types. And he needs Ali, that in Tampa Ali, Bay. To leave, you know, uh, he, and he's, or like they say, he's very detailed, strong, meticulous, but at the end of the day, Greg Schiano lets you know who's running the, sh- the boat. Absolutely, and and I love it for him. And I think when he uh, one, you got Tampa, which I love. Tampa I went to the Super Bowl there. That was. Ybor City, come on, Tampa's, Tampa's beautiful. Oh, yeah. St. Petersburg and all that's right there. That's a beautiful area. So I look at this uh, quality of of life first as a head coach, right? And then you got to look at your talent, right? What do you got on the team? Where, I mean, where am I going to have to make some adjustments? Who do I have to bring in to to make this right? And you know, where where, where am I best at? Where am I most deficient at? And I think you know, he's, he's got guy. some. He's yeah, he's that guy. He's the I guy mean, that look can at put Rutgers. some pieces together. Yeah, he can put some pieces together. Now, you know, whether or not. You know, Freeman continues to take those steps to be the franchise quarterback and make those moves. You know, is that is it remains to be seen. But He's I think he guy. has to. But he has the right guy with him, right. to, to foster that to give him. And I think Chiano saw that and was like, "Hey, I gotta have that Freeman." Yeah, and, and, and so and, and so, what he's gonna do is right away. He's gonna get a consistent running back, which you have Blunt. So he'll do a committee, and I guarantee you. 
he's going to make uh, uh, Winslow is going to either have to step up or get out. Right. Right. And I had Winslow on my fantasy, which I'm going to uh, call him out as well. Um, Winslow. Uh, every week, you did not do what you were supposed to do. I I'm a soldier. You. I'm I, a soldier. I drafted you in the second round. I thought you had some talent. I know you got it in you, but you were over here lollygagging around, well, driving balls all over the place, and ruining my fantasy. Because he's what? A soldier. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with it. But either way, <laughs> I will not be drafting you ever again, Winslow. And if I do, I will draft you just to sit you on my bench. He has not been the same since the motorcycle accident. Yeah. He, since the motorcycle accident, he's never been the same player. <laughs> like my sister will always say, I'm going to draft him, and I'm going to sit him. And then I'm going to send him a letter and tell him I drafted him in a fantasy. Just and to just to say that I sit you on my bench, you will never play. <laughs> I don't care how well you do. That's how I feel about you. That that reminds me of a couple of my uh, former quarterbacks. Right. I was like, if you throw another ball like that, I will boo your butt. Right. Stuff where it was changed with some different words. Right, exactly. Uh, but, no, absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess uh, the, another news, another thing to hit the news. Unhappy that uh, uh, Ben uh, Roethlisberger is upset that uh, Bruce Aarons, uh, he retired. <laughs> Yeah, uh, from what w- the the talk is, is some stuff above Tom uh, Tomlin. Yeah, it was kind of a forced deal from some of the rumors on the street. Uh, oh, that's the word on the street. That's the, that's what Pookie and them said. <laughs> Ray Ray and Earl and them said that. Okay, well if that's what Ray Ray and Earl said, now I mean, what, the what happened was yeah, the street don't normally lie. Streets usually tell facts. It's always factual. So I okay. Well, I, I mean Ben. I, Okay, I, I think you you should probably worry about your body not. Falling no, apart. but I mean you gotta understand too. You know, like coordinating, and, and when the quarterback has that comfort. Oh yeah, and, and then course. also with the coordinator having the comfort with your quarterback. Yeah, it's like relationship development. Yeah, you I got develop it. and you know the guys, and it's just like, and you guys begin to think as one because that quarterback is typically an extension of that coordinator. I got you. No, I I I feel it. I feel you. I feel you. All right, so. I think I think we've we've we beat the NFL down, uh, and I think we're going to save our picks for the end. But I'd like to talk a little bit about the entertainment world because that's that's my thing. I love that noise. Uh, looks like uh, Grant put together the the leading box office for this week is Underworld Awakening, which I like that whole series, but I'm not sure I'm feeling the last one. Don't know any team. No, nothing. No, no nothing. Team, no, I'm a huge that. Underworld fan, uh, although, like I said, I'm not sure I'm feeling this last one. So, uh, although Kate Baxell, lovely. Just a lovely creature. Cheesy on the eyes, Just a lovely creature. Um, Red Tails. We are seeing it as a family this weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Papa gave me, gave me a wink like, you know, he's feeling it. He loves it. Yeah, I, oh, that... And and then the next one, contraband. Uh, I, I think we might have to do a. a is the drive through driving? No, no. They the, yeah, they closed that down last season. Yeah, what? that last oh, yeah, last season I think was. But it's I just one, got, it's one on uh, in uh, Central Phoenix. So. Oh, so you're gonna go to the hood? Okay, you gotta go to the hood to get yourself a. Hey. <laughs> Conceal and carry state. Conceal and carry state. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, so then uh, Grant's telling me that there's another word on the street that Ray Ray and Earl and them had said, that there is a uh, Ferris Bueller's Day 2. Yeah. Uh, they might be making an announcement about that. Uh, I don't know how you do that. Well, you I know, mean, he could take another day off. 
Uh, I, and, and guess where they'll probably film it again? Yeah. Lake Forest, Illinois. Yeah. They, they may do that, or Canada. Either way, same. No, they get some tax write-offs. <laughs> uh, don't mess it up. You, Ferris the, is synonymous with the Cubs. Okay, so all right, so here we go then. Let's let's do let's do a little uh, little Academy Award picks. All righty. All right. So I know you've done some research because I know you're not slick. I see it in your eyes. You was waiting for it this the whole time. So what we're gonna do is, I want to know of the group of the best picture. And we're only going to do Best Picture because I did not study all the other noise because whatever. Uh, but for Best Picture, who do you think takes this? We got The Artist, which I did not see. Uh, the Decedents, which I did not see. <laughs> extremely extremely Loud and incredible, Incredibly Close, I did not see. Uh, the Help, I did I not see. You saw that? Okay. Yes. In uh, fact, I have some mud pie or chocolate pie for you. Okay, I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure once I watch it, I'm going to be highly offended. Highly offended, I can only imagine. Uh, Hugo, which I saw. No. Yeah, okay, all right, okay. Uh, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, mm, uh, didn't see either one of those. Uh, the Tree of Life, okay. Uh, uh, War Horse. Okay, so who you got? To win it. I'm going to go with You is Smart, You is Beautiful, The Help. Really? Hmm. You know what? I, I, I have not seen it, but I'm going to say War Horse. Yeah. The, I'm going to go with How are you going to say something that you have never seen before? Uh, because Ray Ray and them said it, and uh, that's and the and word Papa on the street. Yeah, oh, yeah, Papa, Papa said Papa it. gave that and, thumbs up. So, and and, and, and uh, all the long, he got gonna be, he's going to nobody back. Yeah, he's going to be upset because he's going to lose. Uh, Papa, Papa gave me the answer to that one. How are you going to pay him off? <laughs> we'll settle up later. You know how we do. Oh, we'll, we'll settle man. up later. <laughs> I, I want to know what kind of ring so, y'all got so going Grant, on here. So Grant, write it down. He said to help. I said War Horse. And I went and saw Hugo, and that's not going to win. But either way, I think Ben Kingsley may win something for that, um, for Hugo. But uh, I get it. I get it. It's, it's a little wink to the industry. I get it. The fact that I didn't see it, I just get, I gotta go. I like the help. It caught my, it kept me the whole time. Well, you saw, you saw one of the six. Yeah. One of the six. So I gotta go to with the one I went, saw, and I thought was good. Two, three, four, five, because six, it, it captivated my eight, attention. So one of the eight. And so abroad, I saw one of the eight. And a broad audience of people. That, I've never met anyone that said that they didn't like it. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, isn't it kind of weird though? If he was like, "Nah, I didn't like that." That's kind of no. like, like you can't say that. No, no <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. To me, the help, I put it like the color purple. Exactly. You can't say you didn't like the color purple either. <laughs> anyway, we're we're gonna take a break, and then we can come back and we can discuss why you can't say you did not like the help or the color purple. Okay. Turn it all out, your voice, America. JD Harris. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals. 
San Diego Chargers and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia College sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back, and I got some clarification on this uh, chocolate pie, and I definitely do not want any of that. It was going to be homemade. No, it was going to be homemade. Sure it was. I was gonna give you a piece of meat. It's steamy and warm. No, I'm good. I'm really good with that. So I did not see it. Uh, no, I do not want any of that. But thanks, JD. I appreciate that. I know it would be homemade. I, I'm just a friend, man. No, I, I no, I I understand. I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, so are you gonna see any other of these? Are you gonna see any of these movies? I mean, uh, if you like me to lie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what about, what about, uh, you know, I'm really surprised about this extremely loud and incredibly close. That's the Tom Hanks movie about the Yeah, I thought that was interesting, but to me, it's, once it comes, is it on DVD yet? Uh, seeing there, seeing there you go, <laughs> here you go. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of seems too soon. It seems too, uh, I mean, maybe not too soon. It's been 11 years. It's been a while since. Darnell, it's a recession. And I have to say this. I have to be wise with uh, a good steward of my money. So I want to see something that I I can't see at you home. You can pay the four ninety nine. No, I want to. You want to buy that the one at home? No, I want to see it when it comes on if it, at the red box and I'm fine. Something uh-huh. it's something doesn't that I'm not. I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. When it comes on video, I get that. But then, if it's something blowing up, something you gotta see that in the movies. Or, oh, I see. Or so you're talking about the effects. You're a special effects guy. Like if it's got, if it's got explosions and all that noise, you got to see that in the theater. Like, I'll tell you this right now: Mission Impossible Four. Uh, pass. But Jurassic Park would not have been the same if you were not in a movie theater that was that THX where it rumbled and all that. I mean, Jurassic Park, you'd have been like. Uh, I get it. It's not that cool. But you was in a theater and your seat was rattling. You was like, that is sweet. This is part of the Maya effect on, on my boy Darnell. He loves his niece. And Mission Impossible 4? They love it. They, the girls love that. They love but that. You but you wouldn't see nah, nah, Paula Patton? Nah, nah, Paula Patton? Pass. Patton it's Tom Cruise. Cruise D's. I'm good. Not no, Tom Cruise. I'm the, the, the cars. It's like watching James Bond. Pass. 
Pass. Tom Cruise. I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't I don't think there's anything really studly or cool or masculine about him. I don't see him as a as an action star. I mean, I get it. He does his own stunts as well. He should because they're all safe. But either way, I don't I don't I don't get into Tom Cruise like that. I don't. I have. A lot not, of I don't care about Tom Cruise. I think about the international play. I think about you know the cars, the yeah, weapons. Yeah. I, I mean, know, at the end of the know. movie, you know, the plot's going to be the same. That's but, what I'm saying. And in but, the end, they leave it open ended for another one. Yeah, but I just want to <laughs> see what effects, what they come out, some of the fashion and some of the uh, eye you candy. Know, you I know? mean, I mean, again, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I uh, don't like those type of films. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that I don't respect Tom Cruise's career because I mean I'm just I'm no one. He's Tom Cruise. I mean how I mean he's making millions. I'm in the studio with you. I will. So <laughs> so whoa, mean, whoa 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 whoa. I'm going over your house tonight and well, jumping I'm on just, your couch. I'm just saying it. like he did over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying you know I mean Tom's got it. I mean whatever. I get it. I get it. I mean I respect his career, but if I just can't get into him as an action hero, I just can't. I mean I, I just I just not buying it. I just don't buy it. I just don't think he's he's that dude. You know I just don't buy it. So if I'm in the movie theater and I'm the whole time going, Tom, that was terrible. Tom, that's not good. Tom, that's not going to work out. Tom, <laughs> really? Tom, tights? Tom, you got to wear a body shirt and tights? Really, Tom? Come on. I, I, you know, I'm not buying it. And anytime he ever kisses somebody, I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, so, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if he kisses anybody in there. I probably won't go see it to even see that. But I, I'm just not. He Tom. actually does kiss Paul Patton. I was a little jealous. Oh, really? Yeah. And then afterwards, when they said cut, he said, ew, yucky, and then washed his mouth off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope after Super Bowl ew. we see Tom Cruise and Darnell. I'm going to start like, a fight. Like, I'm going to bat Ew, yucky. I'm good. I'm going to be like, Tom, Darnell was clowning. They were like, That's man to plan. Can I get a, a wet nap and a sanitary? I need to wipe my lip. I'm going to wipe my face off. It's ew, yucky. So, I just not buy it, Tom. You, you know, again, I respect your career. You've had a long lasting career. You've, you've been the man for a long, long time. I get it, but I just can't, I don't buy you as an action hero. That's that, that's, that's the story. And that's, that's fair. You know. I don't really look at it. I mean, I don't think about Tom Cruise in a movie. I think about it's just Mission Impossible. That means some stuff is getting blown up. Like, I would much rather see Born Identity series. Over I, yeah. Mission Impossible. You know what I did see? I went and saw um, uh, Haywire. Mm, how was that? Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to take a moment. <sighs> Gina Carano mm. is absolutely gorgeous, and yes, she, she is. is. She totally kicks ass. I mean, I'm sorry, grandparents. I apologize. I know I cursed in front of you, but man, she kicks ass. She is just... And, and the fights look realistic and you know she could do it to you if yeah. she really wanted to. She could hit you in the mouth and knock the stopping out your buns if she wanted to. She could choke you out. I mean, Have she could do screen? all that stuff. Yeah, she could do all that stuff. And you buy it. I buy it because I've seen her do it. What a way to die, having her put you in a bear hug. To, like, let me sleep. I'm over it. I'm done. She's gorgeous, lovely, <laughs> absolutely lovely. I think her career is is gonna be it's gonna be huge and ridiculous, I, and I love it. I hate that she's now a big mega star because you know she used to be my own personal love, but now she's too big for me. So, um, but yo, I gorgeous, absolutely absolute. gorgeous, absolutely easy on the eyes. Oh, very much so, very much so. So, so I I wanted to take uh, the last I guess two minutes or so of the show. Um, one, let's get our picks in really quick. All right. Who you got? Zuta Lords. I'm going to take... Dang it. 
uh, it's going to kill me to say it. I don't want to lose, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I knew he would. I knew he would. It hurts me. I knew I he think would. I the Giants going to put a game up. That record has got him scared. That no. record has got him scared. He's but, going for the... But Brady... Yeah, he, I, he's a beast. And, he, and they, 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 they done called him out and called him Frady Cat? Yeah, yeah, that's hardcore. Brady yeah, Cat? Yeah, yeah, that's... I, I, I think I like the Patriots in this as well. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, so, but I... I want to take the last two minutes um, and take a moment uh, to remember uh, Joe Paterno um, for all his faults and all the things that the mistakes that he's made. Um, you know, what a legacy, what a great career. Um, and I think we should just at least take a few minutes, just a moment of silence for him. I appreciate that. Like I said, I, I uh, regardless of how you feel about yeah. uh, the mistakes in the last years of his life, last year of his life, last months, last months of uh, his life. It, what a legacy! What a great coach! Absolutely, and just my experience from the NFL perspective, uh, and then also coaching overseas. One of my receivers played for Joe, right? Uh, and David Macklin, who was just at my house this weekend, right. was a DB for Joe, right? Um, and Sandusky, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so uh, basically when working at the Bears, I used to watch like Todd Burgers and those guys. It was certain guys that you could see, you could tell from what stock or what team they came from in the locker room. You could see the Notre Dame boys right. under Lou Holtz right. and their mannerisms. You could see the Penn State guys and the character that they had. And even when I coached, it was uh, and being a, I had a lot of coaching clinics and I mean, a remarkable man. I have notes where, he, you know, he was talking about us as coaches having a responsibility to be like a father to these guys. Right. And not one of his players ever had a negative thing that I interacted with to say about him. No, absolutely. And again, you know, in, in celebrating uh, his legacy and in celebrating his career, um, by no means are we... Um, you know, does, that, does that excuse or downplay absolutely. The, the, the monumental error lapse in judgment in terms of how he handled it um whether or not you think he handled it the right way bad way should have went to the police whatever the case may be uh in acknowledgement of his of his long-lasting career and the impact that he's had on thousands and thousands of young men and women and children uh you know yeah you can't negate the 99 percent of the things he did Unfortunately, Great. that unfortunately that one percent is tarnishing. Is, so, yeah, but he's just definitely, definitely, sorely going to be missed uh, in Penn State uh, with the Big Ten uh, for the national college football scene, um, just for sports in general. So, we'll, he'll definitely, definitely, sorely be missed. And uh, um, again, I appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to 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 join us here. At OTS, uh, Grandma, Grandpa, appreciate it. Love having you here. Thank you very, very much. Um, and New York, I mean, Indy next week. Indy next week, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a show. So we're gonna do a show on Saturday. So it should be fun. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully next week we'll do uh, a better job <laughs> or not. Anyway, right. so. there you go. That's more like it. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for joining us, Darnell Autry, JD Harris, Voice America OTS. We'll see you guys. We'll 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 be talking to you next week. Peace out. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.